Hello, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the August 24th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 1949 to 1953 of the Catechism. Chapter 3 God's Salvation, Law and Grace, 1949. Called to beatitude, but wounded by sin, man stands in need of salvation from God. Divine help comes to him in Christ through the law that guides him and the grace that sustains him. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for God is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Article 1. The Moral Law. 1950. The moral law is the work of divine wisdom. Its biblical meaning can be defined as fatherly instruction, God's pedagogy. It prescribes for man the ways, the rules of conduct that lead to the promised beatitude. It prescribes the ways of evil, which turn him away from God and his love. It is at once firm in its precepts and in its promises worthy of love. 1951. Law is a rule of conduct enacted by competent authority for the sake of the common good. The moral law presupposes the rational order established among creatures for their good and to serve their final end, by the power, wisdom and goodness of the Creator. All law finds its first and ultimate truth in the eternal law. Law is declared and established by reason as a participation in the providence of the living God, Creator and Redeemer of all. Such an ordinance of reason is what one calls law. Alone among all animate beings, man can boast of having been counted worthy to receive the law from God. As an animal endowed with reason, capable of understanding and discernment, he is to govern his conduct by using his freedom and reason in obedience to the one who has entrusted everything to him. 1952. There are different expressions of the moral law, all of them interrelated. Eternal law, the source in God of all law, natural law, revealed law, comprising of the old law and the new law, or the law of the gospel, finally civil and ecclesiastical laws. 1953. The moral law finds its fullness in its unity in Christ. Jesus Christ is, in person, the way of perfection. He is the end of the law, for only he teaches and bestows the justice of God. For Christ is the end of the law, that everyone who has faith may be justified. Okay, very good. So now we're beginning to look at law. It's interesting that in this section about morality, where where, um, we're dealing with the church's moral teaching, that, you know, that we're well into it. We're at uh, 1949 before it starts. And 1949 is where uh, it starts, and yet the life in Christ started in in 1691. So there are 260 paragraphs in the moral teaching before we get to actual law. And then when we do get to law, it's linked with God's salvation and with grace. That Christianity isn't just rules and regulations, but that there is a life-giving law. In Christianity, a law that is linked to grace and that we need Christ. That's why it says, um, the last number we read, 
Jesus Christ in his, is in person the way of perfection. And that Christ is the law. He is the one we turn to, to see what to do and to get the strength to do it. And this is, um, and this is really what it is to be wise. To be wise is to have this relationship with Christ. It's not so much to know things or to know um, facts or factoids. Although it is good to know many things, but that the important thing is to have this relationship with Christ. That is all that matters. And so we're called to that. So we're called to beatitude, but wounded by sin. This is who we are. Called to beatitude. Called to blessedness. Called to live a blessed life. But also wounded by sin. Both the sin of our first parents, Adam and Eve, which those of us who have been baptised have been cleaned from. We've been cleansed from this sin, but we still suffer certain effects of it in this life, called the concupiscence, as we've seen before, these tendencies to sin that we have, this tendency that we have to do wrong. And then also all of us are wounded because of our own sins, the bad stuff that we have done has wounded us, has wounded those around us, has wounded our relationship with God, but has wounded us. And so we need Christ to help us to be better people. We need his guide, we need his grace, we need his help. So really this moral law is something very important. It's the way that God helps us. Well, I said at the beginning that law is not the centre, that we have many numbers, 260 paragraphs of moral teaching before we get to law. Yes, that's true. But on the other hand, the law that we do have in its context is life-giving is absolutely life-giving and the Lord saves us through the law, not in spite of it. He saves us through the law, through these different laws. And so as we continue, we'll see the relationship between the different types of law, natural law, revealed law, Old Testament, New Testament, civil law, ecclesiastical laws, etc. So very good. So tomorrow we'll continue. And tomorrow we'll look at 1954 through 1959. God bless.